0: To strength school, where we combine resistance training, nutrition, and behaviors to get physically and mentally strong. I'm your host, Laura Ash. I've been a certified personal trainer for over four years, also a weight loss coach. Today, we are talking about how strength is relative. So, our first episode, we talked about why training for strength should be a primary fitness goal. Second episode was lifting for mental strength. And now we are talking about what strength means to you. So like I said in the latest episode, we talked about lifting for mental strength. So I will link that down below if you want to go listen to that one, Um, but in that episode and when I'm training my clients, I speak a lot and I coach my clients um, through doing hard things and I push that when I'm in the gym training them, Um, but then they hear me say that so many times that it starts to carry over into their life outside of the gym and I have had multiple clients come back and tell me that they were doing something completely unrelated to fitness, and then they'll hear me like in the back of their head, like, come on, you can do hard things. Um, So I know that coaching my clients through doing hard things carries over, Um, and that's a little bit what I talked about in the last episode, but I'm going to touch on today what doing hard things means to you. I can't tell you, nobody else can tell you what is hard and what isn't for you um so if something i know sometimes i'll have these like tasks that i put off like over and they're not like really important it's like something that's going to take me very little time um but in my head it feels overwhelming even though it's like a five minute thing um but i put it off and put it off and put it off and then finally when i like do it i'm like that was so silly i that took like two seconds and it wasn't a big deal at all so like That would be an example of doing something hard, even though it wasn't actually a taxing task, but like mentally that was a task that I had in my mind was going to be something difficult. And when we do those hard things and we get to the other side of it, we have a new, level of confidence looking back at that so that the next time it comes up um, we know it's not going to be such a big deal because it's like oh well that's like one of those silly like five minute things that's not going to take that much time so I know I'm going to get it done instead of pushing it off I'm going to do it right now and I'm not going to like have anxiety about it or whatever so that's like an example for me but what's hard for you um, is going to be individual for you so again I can't sit there and tell you what's hard and what isn't So like what's hard for you is going to be um, have an individual variance. Um, What's heavy for you is going to be relative to you. Um, So I want to start this off by saying with like social media and whatever everything out there now it's a lot more accessible to see what everybody else is doing. Um, So I want you to stay focused on what you are doing. So stay in your lane. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing because You don't know what their habit looks like. You don't know what their schedule looks like. You don't know what their nutrition, their sleep, whatever. You don't know what anybody else is doing. So you can't compare yourself to them. You don't know how long that person's been training, whatever. Um, Not only that, but you could do exactly what somebody else is doing and you have different genetics than that person. So you could do the exact same thing as somebody else, but you're still gonna have different results because they are them and you are you. So when you are looking at strength, you need to look at yourself. So this goes back to the last episode again, um, our growth mindset, being able to look at where we were versus where we are now and acknowledging the journey and acknowledging how far we've come. We have probably all heard this, but comparison is the thief of joy. So we are not comparing ourselves to anybody else because it really doesn't matter what they're doing. And the second you start comparing yourself to somebody else, um, it devalues your own personal confidence and how you were looking at your accomplishments before. It is a lot easier said than done. So this it's not going to be like, oh, Laura said not to compare myself to somebody else. So I'll just stop. Like you're not gonna be able to stop very easily. Um, So it's going to be a conscious effort to stay in your lane um, and not worry about what anybody else is doing. So before I get into that, I just wanted to preface Um, so again, lifting heavy is relative to you. So what's heavy for you, um, might not be heavy for me. What's heavy for me might not be heavy for you and everybody on social media, whatever. Um, so what does heavy training look like? There are different, so typically heavy training would, I would consider like a low rep, high weight. So you're doing like six reps max. So it's like you're either going for like a one rep max, two, three, four, maybe five by five, sometimes six reps. Um, So you are focusing on perfecting your form and keeping that form while going heavier. And because you are doing less reps, you can usually increase a little bit of weight. So that's like the traditional way of looking at training for strength, but you can also go higher rep, like in the 10 to 15 rep range, um, and push those heavier weights. So what I usually do with my clients is we focus on a lower rep, high weight range for a couple weeks. Um, and then I'll bump the reps a little bit. So we're staying like below eight to start. We're focusing on getting strong. Then we'll bump it up like eight to 10, sometimes 12. And we're going to try to keep that heavy weight that we did for that below eight. Um, and transfer that into our eight to 12 reps. Then we're gonna finish it off with a higher rep range and we're still trying to keep that eight and below weight on those higher rep ranges. Now that's probably not gonna happen because in the short phases that I'm changing my client's programming, I don't expect them to be able to go from like a five by five to like now being able to do that weight for 15 reps. So we're trying to get as close to that like traditional strength training weight As we can with perfect form. What I usually recommend is to do whatever version of that that you don't already like lean towards. So I haven't really talked about my own style of training um, on this podcast, but if you've listened to the last one or know me at all, I like to lift heavy. I like to go for like. Honestly, I like like twos, one rep maxes, I like some five by fives, Um, but I like to stay like under five reps for my compound lifts, which is your squat, bench, deadlift, Um, overhead press and bent over row are sometimes in there too. But um, I like to stay low weight or low rep, high weight. And um, so I would be the person that needs to push towards keeping my heavy weight in those higher rep ranges. Now, most commonly, most people are like a 15 rep range person and they need to take a step back and knock it down to like five or six reps. Um, So you can train either high rep, high weight, or low rep, high weight based on what you're currently doing. So the thing that you're not currently doing is gonna be what's most beneficial for you. Um, So I would adjust your training based off of that so take a second acknowledge your training style what you like and push yourself outside of that comfort zone and either go down to a low rep range or increase those reps up to high high reps but we're still pushing strength when we are pushing strength We're going to have to rest longer. And I have a a couple clients right now that are in a strength phase, and this is the part that they don't like. Um, Most people like the the strength that comes with it. They like the heavier lifting, even if they don't think they will. Once they start, they do like it. But most people, especially if you're like a 15-repper and you like the, like I'm going to do my 15 reps, I'm going to rest for like 10 seconds, I'm going to go again, uh, you're going to have a hard time truly training for strength because if you're truly trained for strength, you need to be resting for like two minutes. Um, So if you're able to do your reps and you take like a 30 second break and you get back to it, you can go heavier Uh, and you can and you need to rest longer so that you can go heavier. When we're only resting for like 30 seconds, we're now creeping into that line where we're no longer resistance training and we're actually doing cardio with weights. Um, And cardio with weights isn't going to build muscle the same way that resistance training will. And if you want to know why resistance training builds muscle and why you should be pushing for that, go back to the first episode. I will have it linked. Um, So when we're training for strength, whether you're in that five to six or below rep range or you're up to those 15 rep ranges, uh, you need to be resting for like even a minute thirty is like a, still a little too short for me. Sometimes with my clients, if I know they're gonna have a hard time resting for two minutes, I will compromise a little bit and we'll start with a minute and thirty, and then and then I push them up to two minutes. Um, but you need to get uncomfortable with that rest time, um, and we need to take a second and like honestly like chill out for a little bit and just rest. So we're not on our phones. We're not like scrolling social media or whatever. We're not like talking to somebody. We are being present in our thoughts and just resting. Get outside that comfort zone and rest because you will be able to lift heavier um, the longer you rest. So push those two minutes because you can go heavier. And the heavier we can go, the more we're training for strength. Um, not only the more, like, the stronger we're gonna get, but we're also going to get better physique changes too. Um, And you're not going to get bulky overnight. Everybody always thinks, like, I don't want to lift heavy because I don't want to get bulky. Um, You have to try to get bulky. I've been trying to get bulky for, like, I don't know, probably been lifting for, like, 10 years at this point. I mean, guaranteed I had a pregnancy in the middle of that. So um, I've been trying to get bulky for, like, 10 years, and I still look like a regular person that has, like, a little bit of muscle. So you're not going to wake up one day and be like, oh, shit, like – I am jacked. Like this is too much. If you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I think I'm. I think I'm good. Like my arms are fine. I'm fine where they're at. Adjust your training so that you're still working those muscles. Adjust your nutrition so that you're not in a surplus, and you'll kind of maintain where you are, and you don't have to build any more muscle. But you're not gonna get jacked overnight. So don't be afraid of strength training just because you think you're gonna wake up and look like a female bodybuilding competitor. Because they worked really fucking hard to get to where they are, so it's not going to happen overnight. That's like one of my, my uh, pet peeves. I actually don't hear that as much as I used to, which is, feels good. It's on my soul. When we are pushing strength, you need to keep your form. I see a lot of people, again, online. I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of an exception to this one, so I just said don't compare yourself to anybody online. I am usually watching people's videos online to check their form. Um, We don't compromise form for our one rep maxes. We don't compromise form for anything because the second that form of your, your, the form on the exercise breaks down, you are increasing your risk for uh, injury. So form stays perfect through all those reps because uh, sometimes you'll hear like training to failure. We're not training to muscle failure. We're training to form failure. Um, and when you are doing like a straight phase, I wouldn't train to failure every single set. Um, there's room for training for failure, which would probably be a whole another episode. Um, but leave a couple in the tank because you don't want that form to break down, especially when you're pushing the weight. Your last couple reps should be difficult, but again, you should be able to keep form. So if you're finishing your set again and you can do like a 30 second rest and move on to the next set, Uh, It was not difficult for you. Uh, Your last couple reps probably didn't get that hard. Um, So if you're doing like 12 to 15 reps, I would say your last like three, four should be starting to get hard. If you're doing like five or six, probably all five or six of those are going to be pretty difficult. Um, But again, difficult with perfect form. If your form is starting to slip, lower the weights. Check your ego. There's no reason to get injured because you're trying to prove to somebody on the Internet that you can lift a certain amount of weight. It's just silly. So we talked about our mental strength. We talked about our lifts. Um, now I want to talk about mobility. So a lot of times when I talk about mobility, people think I'm talking about flexibility, which is like your range of motion. Mobility is your control and your strength that you have in that range of motion. Um, so not only do we want to be pushing that mental strength, that physical strength, we want to be pushing that joint health and our ranges of motion and our ability to control those movements because if we don't have, going back to the form thing, if we don't have the mobility to go through those ranges of motion, again, we're gonna increase our risk of injury or we're probably not gonna perform the exercise that it's meant to be, the way that it's meant to be performed and again, increase our risk of injury. So we want to improve our joint health with our mobility, focus on getting stronger in that new range of motion. And we want to do our mobility exercises before we start working out. Um, We want to like prime. So sometimes instead of warming up now, the fitness community will call it priming um, because you're getting your body ready for what you're about to take it through, not just like walking for 10 minutes on the treadmill. Um, So we want to get whatever joints we're about to use for our lift. We want to get them ready to go. We want to get them in those ranges of motion. And we want to start like sending our central nervous system a signal that we need those muscles to get ready to work. So if you do do that mobility, make sure it's at the beginning because you want to increase your range of motion first and then reinforce that range of motion with your strength training, not the other way around. Because if you do your mobility at the end, you got strong first, and now you're trying to increase your range of motion. You didn't do anything to reinforce that. And now you're just gonna go, like if you drive to the gym, you're just gonna go sit in your car and all that mobility that you just did, you're gonna go right back to where you were. You didn't do anything to reinforce that new range of motion. Um, but a lot of times, like our traditional lifting, that does improve your mobility, but like mobility specific exercises. On my website, I have an on-demand version and at the end of this episode I have a five dollar off code in every single episode you can use the five dollars off my on-demand I have some mobility videos on there and I will continue to upload mobility videos on there um, so you can get it for $4.99 there are three right now I'm I'm the three that I have on there right now are shoulder hip and probably lower back I think um, mobility, which everybody can, an ankle, which everybody can benefit from. So for $5, you can start working on your mobility. And these are all things that require either no, or maybe I think one of them might need like one dumbbell. Um, if you don't have dumbbells, or if you don't have any weights at home, use like a milk jug or something like that. You can use an object that is um, heavy. So it is time for our homework. Um, so your homework for this week, we are assessing our current workout routine um are we a high repper that doesn't really like to rest are we a low repper that doesn't really creep up past that eight rep range you're going to sit down look at your own training style look at your own rest periods and i'm going to challenge you to get outside that comfort zone and we are going to do that for at least three to four weeks. So it's like November 2nd now. So the month of November, you're switching up your training style because again, the thing that you are not doing is the thing that's going to benefit you the most. Thank you for listening to Strength School. Please share the love with anybody you know who will find this information helpful. Make sure to follow me on uh, social media at Laura Ash underscore CPT. On Instagram and TikTok, Lara Ash CPT on Facebook, and go to Laraash Use the code StrengthSchool, so S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H-S-C-H-O-O-L for $5 off anything that I have on there. So go get that mobility for $4.99. Until next time, don't forget you can do hard things.